Welcome back everyone to another episode of Two Minutes for Chatting and well we usually start in a positive way but I think this episode needs to be dedicated to um, talking about the recent news where we had the the sad passing, the, the tragic sad passing of Mike Hammond, um, which was horrible news. It's still kind of horrible when, when you think about it. Um, I just I couldn't really believe it when I heard that last week. Um, yeah. I don't, don't know what you think, but we have to yeah. have to start there. Yeah. Um... You know, it's the the second second show in a row we've started a podcast list, and yeah, it's just it's it's a horrible thing, a horrible thing to hear. Um, you know, when when you sort of mentioned it to me, I was you know kind of genuinely genuinely lost for words. Just couldn't really be- believe it to be honest. Um, yeah, what I mean, what a guy and 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 what a player though. Um, you know, one of the he was the one player I think we looked back at when Fife and Dundee could find sort of gem players like Vinny Scarcella and Carl Finucci who were never really kind of big scorers elsewhere or maybe just kind of started their pro careers. Um, and that was kind of Mike Hammond for us. I think 46 points in 43 games for Clan. Um, you know, 25 goals in that as well. So, you know, that's that's a, that was a real benefit to us, you know. He was a real a real talent. Yeah, and the the, the thing, um, obviously, how how difficult this this news will be for his friends and family, and I, I think we'd said that we'd we'd pass on our condolences, of course. Um, uh, but but one of the hardest bits of this news was when it was revealed that he was going to be back with Clan this season. Um, having had stints with some other teams, um, that was just yeah, so sad to hear. Obviously, that would have been a great signing. Um, would have had so much, so much to look forward to. But as you said, some of the, some of the memories of him playing for Clan, I think, particularly that line with Beck and Pitt, was some of the most in- enjoyable hockey. Uh, albeit was a, a difficult season at times, those three on the ice um, and Hammond just, you know, he could do do so many things and for us to find him and then him looking forward to coming back and that would have been, yeah, great. He would have really fitted into this team and brought so much more excitement. So it's very sad and obviously leaves a, a hole in the team, but more importantly to to lose him and how well he done for GB as well and things like that. So it's hard to really to put it into to too many words. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll ever forget some of the memories that, that I remember seeing him play. No, definitely not. As you'd mentioned, that BHP line, Becca Pitt and, and Hammond, you know, was was great great to watch um one of our better lines i think it's fair to say um and all the time that that we've sort of watched the clan um like you know we were kind of messaging each other back and forward earlier on about 
some old clan highlights. Um, and the the two the two first games that I watched from that season, and uh, Hammond pops up with a goal in, in both of them. Um, you know, and kind of in kind of different ways as well. But you know, one of the games he kind of he's kind of at the back post, and it's kind of come across to him, and he's he's managed to kind of scramble in from close range, and then in the other game, it was just the a classic link up between between that line and uh you know Hammond a really great shot and a, a great goal and you know that was kinda the player he was for us. You know, always kinda in great positions and had you know really good skill and, and poise to put away those chances. Um yeah had a great a great sense for the game and a great sense for goal. Um yeah just you know a, a wonderful player and you know Obviously, condolences to to his family and friends. Um, yeah, just truly awful stuff. Yeah, I, I imagine that news was was going to come out at the end of the week about about the signing. And obviously, the fan base is excited as it is, and that would have that would have really been been great. Um, so, I think for sure, watching those old those old clips was good. Um, and going back to that will always be fun. So I don't think he'll be forgotten. Um, and and like we'd kind of said on on social media, I think it would be nice for Clan to to honour honour his life in some way, whether it's um, a number on warm up jerseys or something on the ice or however they want to do it. I think that would be that would be only right. Um, regardless whether or not he was going to be a player this this upcoming season, I think it'd be nice to see that. Yeah, definitely. Um, it would be a it would be a nice tribute, um, certainly as well. And you know, as you kind of mentioned, for it was kind of due to be announced as coming back. That's yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really it's just really sad. Um, you know, these things happen and in the world and um yeah it's just it's never nice to talk about but um yeah we'll always kind of have um have the memories from from that one season and and obviously you know memories with them at at manchester and, and nottingham and coventry as well so uh, as well as as well as gb as well which it obviously mentioned yeah he came back to score plenty against us for sure I <laughs> Couple of goals for Manchester, certainly some for Nottingham. Um, so I, I have no doubt he, he would have been been a, a big success in this team. Um, so kind of moving on from that, obviously we we mentioned him as a signing, but prior to that news, uh, there were a couple of signings announced by the club and. The first of those was um, a, a partner to Jake Kiley in net, and we've seen the joke a hundred times everywhere about Finnish Finnish uh, sportsmen in their age, but yeah. uh, six six foot two netminder Ante Kailainen has signed. Um, and I think it's it's fair to say he's he's come off a very 
impressive season in the Alps League with Slovakian team. Um, great, great numbers and has a lot of experience, particularly in Finland. Some some CHL games, but to me looks like a, a pretty pretty solid goaltender. And I think between the two of them, we're we're in a good place. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. Um, you know, prior to last season as well, we had. You know, he's not maybe a a, a kind of out and out number one. Um, just looking at the number of games that he's played, but you know, you, you have to say last year was probably a bit of a breakout for him um, professionally. Certainly, anyway, I think he played forty nine games in total, and you know, he's he's averaging he you know his save percentage is about point nine five, which is you know that's up there with the with the best in our league um, for the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, certainly with those numbers, and obviously does help when you're playing for a team that, that are, that's doing well as, as well. Um, yeah, playing in, in the in the Alps League um, along with someone else that we'll maybe come on to as, as well later on in the, in the podcast. But, um, yeah, his stats... I mean, they speak for themselves. Uh, yeah, just you know, I'm kind of excited to see what what kind of tandem looks like with him and, and Kylie. Um, yeah, for the first for the first time, we've sort of got a real official one. You would say? I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, definitely one of the, or definitely the best tandem we've had. But generally, it kind of looks like a a really good goalie as well. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, kind of looking at his highlights a wee bit online. Uh, looks very, very mobile and um, sort of moves quickly across the crease and um, has excellent reflexes as well. Um, one, <laughs> one downside, if I can point out a downside from having seen ten yeah. saves in his whole career. Um, <laughs> This is what podcasts are for. <laughs> That's right here, folks. From from those highlights, it looked as though uh, you know there's situations where he's having to make make those big saves as a result of um, you know rebounds coming back off him. Um, so, and again, I'm basing this on those uh, basically a two and a half minute video. Um, so. So you know that's a true reflection, but um, yeah, I'm just, I'm sure it's not like that. It's just kind of something I've noted anyway. Yeah, I see that he had previously played under Paul Gardner, the ex-clan coach in in DEL2. So perhaps a wee bit of a recommendation going on there. But yeah, but... I think the the big thing there you mentioned about the the number of games he played, both him and and Kylie perhaps will be experienced in this sort of tandem setup. So from that point of view, they kind of will expect it and not being the guy that comes in. We've talked about facing 150 shots a night, um, so they're hopefully hopefully used to that kind of setup, but. Um, again, we've not seen not seen too many 
Scandinavian players, there's always that wee bit of excitement about that, even though it doesn't really mean too much. But uh, yeah, I think he's think he'll come in and, and do a good job. There's nothing really to say he's not going to be solid based on his on his numbers. So let's hope he works really well with Kylie. Yeah, let's hope so. It's a good point that you made there about um, you know sort of European players, and it's maybe something that we've went away from in, in the last couple of years. We've not really seen too many European players coming in, or certainly not from, from Scandinavia anyway. Um, so yeah, and to be fair, they have been a bit of hit or miss as well, so we'll see how it goes, but certainly it looks um, you know, on, on the face of it, it looks it looks to be a, a really good signing. And, and thankfully not too tricky a name to pronounce. Either, which is which is nice. Right. Always good for a podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> so up, up until that point, we'd kind of been talking mainly about forwards, obviously, and goaltenders. And then the first defenseman was announced, which was is nice to see that we are actually indeed signing defensemen. Not that I ever thought we wouldn't, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so um, 25-year-old Nate Callan comes in. He's a right-handed, six-foot American, to say it in that order. Uh, having played mainly in the East Coast last year in Maine and then in Slovakia for a few games. He's got a few a few AHL games under his under his uh, resume, but still quite a young guy and uh, somebody who I'm I'm pretty excited about. I think his his main strengths looks to be a very good very good skater and probably somebody who can put up a few points for us. He has scored um, some goals in the past, albeit not kind of prolific. But I think coming in as as someone who looks to play on the power play, I would say. And has a has a good bit of speed in defence, which which I like. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty steady signing, I would say. But but look forward to seeing seeing what he can do. Yeah, can score. Are we bringing that back? It's back. Yeah. Yeah. Can um, assist. Can score. <laughs> um. Yeah. Looks. Looks to be on the face of it another kind of exciting player um, from San Diego as well, and I've not done a bit of digging, but it seems to be that that potentially is the the furthest away signing that we've made from their pay, place of birth, or certainly up there anyway. That, that that's a good that's a good fact, yeah. That would take a fair bit of digging um, to get to the bottom of that one. Um, and we do not have time for that, so we'll move on. Um, yeah, only 25, so brings the, the kind of average age down a, a wee bit as well, which is good. Um, yeah, seems to be a kind of hungry, aggressive type of player and getting forward. Um, as you said, had a, a stint in the in the American League. Um I think from the highlights video, I think they'd said that he had he's got good leadership skills. 
um, came through NCAA. I think he was team captain there in his final year as well. So he's obviously got what it takes from that point of view. Um, and again, just kind of notes from those highlights. He was kind of used on the power play quite a lot. Um, aggressive and kind of wanting to get forward um, and get his goals from those positions. Um, and he skates well as well. So, yeah, as, as usual with these kind of highlights packages, though, you're, you're kind of you're signing a defenseman, but all you're seeing is, yes. is their offensive play. And that's maybe, I mean, I guess it's a, a bit of a bugbear. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one, that, because it's been mentioned about him filling one of the power play roles, but like you say, um, defensively, uh, I would I would like to think he's up to it. It's kind of the trend nowadays is obviously for, for your whole team to be able to skate, that would help, but yeah, the, the defensive <laughs> unit I think needs yeah. to be a lot more a lot more mobile. Um and you look at you look at him at a right shot which is good because ideally our, our team at the back there would be balanced with right and left shot but kind of perhaps a perhaps a right handed Scott Arson type player. Would that be would that be fair to say? Not the not the biggest, but skates very well. Um, good on the power play. Yeah, I like that. That's, like that, that, sort of, that sort of mould of player is what I had had been thinking. Um, obviously, Arson was was very good defensively as well. Played played in some good teams. It should be added, but uh, you know you. It's it's not a good thing to look at potentially all the time either. But um, in the East Coast League last season, he was he was plus eight. But then on the same team the season before, minus nineteen. Sorry, minus eighteen. Uh, and then so I think defensively, that's that's yet to be seen. But but you need you need a team with with these kind of guys. In it, so I, I think he'll be a good sign. No, nobody goes to the American League as a defenseman who isn't good defensively. That's the thing. So I don't want to pick apart guys too much. And as we always say, they're going to get their chance when they come here. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll stick my neck out and say I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this guy. I think he'll be I think he'll be excellent. Yeah, I agree. I think um, you know he's got potential. Certainly, um, but yeah, I would, I would just, I would like to see some highlights of how he defends. Um, that's a separate conversation. You'd, you'd like to think that Coach Morgan has looked at that, right? <laughs> and it's just that thing yeah, of yeah. what is, is. Does anybody want to watch a highlights video of that? Maybe we do, but perhaps. Most fans possibly don't want to see that, so yeah, no, I, I get that, I get that. Um, but yeah, and probably good to note as well that you know, looking at his penalty minutes throughout his career, um, you know, not anything there that's kind of worrying, um, which is good, you know, it doesn't 
suggests that he doesn't take any any daft penalties. Um, so yeah, that's another positive as well there. Yeah, because um, as we've mentioned, there are certain players that tend to tend to do that, and that frustrates me no end. So doesn't need he doesn't yeah. look like he's doesn't look like he's that sort of guy. Um, but follow, so following that, I think actually you could say that the next signing was in a way in a way sort of similar to Callan, uh, another defenseman and somebody probably more familiar with fans of the clan. Uh, and that is Bryce Reddick, who's a wee bit older than Callan, obviously at 33, a bit smaller, but also a right-handed shot defenseman. Somebody who's provides quite a lot of assists. I remember his time from Cardiff, uh, that he was a, a really good player, skated well, could score goals as well. And um, Yeah, I think... I think this is a good signing because he's going to bring a bit more experience as well. Um, mm-hmm. And people will maybe say, yeah, he's, he's a bit older, but that 33 isn't, 33 isn't old. Um, coming from three seasons in the East Coast League where he played a, a lot of games, certainly not not last season East Coast, but the two years before it, and um, didn't didn't get as many points as he did his time in Cardiff, but uh, a very steady player, and I think somebody that is going to do well because I hate to use that phrase, but knows the league and and uh, that some that sometimes is valuable in this this country, I would say. Yeah, it definitely is. Um... Yeah, a known quantity for sure. Um, won, won a league title in, in Cardiff to playoff mm-hmm. titles there as well. Um, as well as three seasons in the Champions Hockey League. So, um, so yeah, three three excellent seasons in, in Cardiff. And then um, also, not to mention, followed Andrew Lord to, to North America. So, He's, you know, he's definitely highly thought of. Um, yeah. You know, you don't, you don't hang about Cardiff for three years, um, particularly in, in the Andrew Lord era, uh, and not be a good player. So, um, so that's exciting. Um, played with Jason Morgan in Arizona, I believe. Um, as well. So that, yeah. So they've obviously got a bit of history there as well. Um. Yeah, he'll he, he really know him then. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of cool, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Uh, obviously helps as well. You kind of know yeah. what, what certain players are like and um, you kind of know what you're going to get from them. Um, plenty of offensive upside. Um, as you'd kind of mentioned, they're good numbers from, um, from defence. Yeah, I think it's it's a really kind of high level signing, I think. Um, I'm expecting some some big slap shots, um, you know, quick on the release and uh, a lot of goals from the blue line this year, hopefully. 
Yeah, I, I think I think probably a bit more of an all-round defenceman than you would maybe say Callan is at this stage. Part of yeah. that's probably down to his experience. Um, but yeah, I think I think very important to note of about him following Andrew Lord and, and hanging about there. So yeah, I think I think we've got a good one. Um, and again. Having that right shot gives you the good, the good balance defensively, and uh, another guy that can probably play, play some power play minutes and also I imagine penalty kill as well with that that wee bit more experience and being a bit older now. So a good one again. I I agree. Um, um, I didn't. I, sorry, I just I, I didn't uh, know he was a player assistant coach in Greenfield last year as well. No, I didn't know that. Um, according to Elite Prospects, where you know that's the kind of go-to for for all this information. But um, so yeah, uh, yeah, a player with a lot of experience and and kind of leadership, and he's kind of maybe starting to think about his you know post playing career and and that kind of thing. So yeah. Is thirty three. I don't think it's particularly old, um, in hockey terms for some guys. Um, my my hope is that it doesn't doesn't turn out like the last two thirty somethings that we've seen from Cardiff. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course we can't just uh, we can't just put everyone in the same in the same box, but. Well, I've just always... done it. Well, yeah, you you can do it. I've but... done it. I'm not. I'm. I'm obviously joking, but yeah. Um, Stephen Dixon and Trevor Hendricks, if you're wondering. Actually, I mean, I thought I thought about Dixon. I, Dixon Dixon was still a good signing to me. I uh, just, yeah, I, I just yeah, think it's okay. I think the team the team was a shambles. Hendricks Hendricks didn't work out so well for sure, but. Uh, yeah, success stories though. You've got you know Ben Davies, albeit not in his thirties, but signed yeah. for Cardiff and was really good. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, let's, let's put him in the let's put him in the hope for success um, category, and, and I think I think he will. Uh, the final the final signing to cover. Was announced uh, Monday, was it? Was it Monday? Monday, it yeah. Uh, and it was another defence from somebody extremely familiar to clan fans and from very recent memory, heavily rumoured. And uh, Cody Saul has returned for his second season after spending last year uh, at FASA in the Alps League in Italy. Um. I think we we'd said that generally it's a, it's an underwhelming signing. Again, there's been I think this one there's been a lot of this is this is thrown up a lot of debate on forums and and social media about them. I think it's it's not been unfair to say most of the feedback from his time at Clan was was not great. Uh, he 
is is obviously a big guy. I think certainly struggled at times, maybe with the maybe with the pace, but uh, I didn't particularly remember him as as a very mobile guy. Uh, scored fourteen points, three goals in his fifty four games, just just shy of one hundred and fifty penalty minutes as well. And I I just I just have memories of him taking daft penalties and, and not being that great a fighter and not really not really being effective in the way I thought he was gonna. Uh, yeah. You know, I thought I thought he was gonna be a really intimidate opposition and be extremely difficult to play against defensively, but I just remember more mistakes than than good things, and I think when you do yeah. that, then you know that 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 sticks in your memory. The, the best defensemen we've had, you don't really remember them coming on for shifts. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, unless, unless they're kind of offensive guys, like we've said, but we he'll definitely, in, in my mind, be given given a chance. I, I just think he's got quite a lot of making up to do and. Will we will we see a different player? You can you can only hope so under a different system and things. But uh, yeah, I just ever since I heard that rumor, it wasn't really for me, just mm. from, from his style. But I appreciate he has attributes that that can be good for the team. Look, if he's much improved defensively, then um, I'm all for it. Good good signing, but. Yeah, I've, I've, it's the first one I've, I've kind of had issues with, and that's the end of my five-minute summary. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, he's, it's because he's a known quantity. There's a lot of these guys we've never, we've never seen before. So you're going off, like I was, two or three-minute highlight packages on YouTube. Um, yeah, not. Not a great season in his, in his first season with us. Um, you know, he was an assistant captain uh, under Malcolm Cameron. As you kind of mentioned there, his, his points and his penalty minutes. Um, yeah, we, we can't really have another season like that from Cody. So, um, again, I just I find that it's kind of slightly bizarre. It's an interesting signing. Um because you know fans don't in general see him as a as a fighter all that much um i just remember him you know he was very easy to wind up a lot of time yeah um really easy easy. uh get drawn into situations that we kind of left us short um you know i know i know he was playing under malcolm cameron but you know, players have responsibility as well. Um, you know, Shane Starrett played under Malcolm Cameron, um, and he was yeah. out to bail out the whole defence pretty much that year. Um, yeah, that was that, sorry to, to jump in, but that was that was a Malcolm Cameron that at the time was seen pretty positively by fans. Yeah, kind of some of the stuff that he brought. Uh, so. Yeah, he does, and it, it's whether he it's whether he learns from that. Like I remember that 
the the press release at the time Malcolm Cameron released about him having a big shot, which he definitely does. I, I've not watched a highlights video, but I'm sure when his highlights video there would be like five or six massive slap shots. But he he didn't really bring that, and I'm sure Malcolm Cameron said he's he's got a good sort of defensive stick and stuff, which he might have done, but he just didn't seem quite up to the pace mm. until you know maybe maybe I'm being very harsh, but. Towards the end, we saw a sort of partial improvement, maybe, but he was definitely not one of the guys that I'd have said I'd like to see back. Um, so I don't agree with the, the press release that said it, it'll be a popular one with the fans. Um, yeah, and, I think you've yeah. seen on the forums and stuff that it's, you know, it's fairly mixed, I would say. Um, you know, even slightly more in favour of not wanting him back, but um yeah i mean i mean it's obviously different circumstances so um this time around he's maybe get better players around him overall um you know may have a better coach hopefully somebody that can um you know communicate exactly what he's what he's looking for from him um we'll see how that goes and yeah like like we say with with any player, they'll be given an opportunity whether they're they're new or not. Um, yeah, the, it's just coach, overall it's a bit underwhelming. Yeah, the coach will get the final say on on transfers for sure. You would think now. Yeah. Um, so obviously he's he's seen this guy. I'm sure he'll have watched plenty of clips from a clan. Is why why would you not? Yeah. Uh, but he's he said he's a, he's a player with size and leadership as well as a physical presence on the blue line. He, I would agree with those things. I mean, he comes across as a kind of leadership guy, which is fine. Uh, he's hard to play against. I don't think he was that hard, but maybe maybe this is one of the things that we just don't really see as much as fans. And I'm sure he'll do a lot of mm-hmm. stuff defensively, right? That you can't have as long a career as he had without it. But just as I said, that it's it's the the other things that stood out. Um, I think his offensive play is often underrated. Well, ho- hopefully this. This season, it's not underrated, and he and he fires in loads of goals. But yeah, definitely, definitely give him a chance, and we might see Cody Saul version two this year. He needs he needs to cut out those those penalties. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we can't we can't sure. have that again. We can't. Um, nah, I'm all for him winding up opposition and and getting us on the power play because we're going to be dangerous, and I'm sure some of the the forwards will, will be the same, but we can't be we can't be having that much that many daft minor penalties. I'd like to see the the breakdown of those, but if there was a daft penalties stat on elite prospects, then I reckon it'd be high. There's one incident in particular that I seem to remember. I think it was against Dundee, um, where he just uh, checks the forward. As he's trying to skate past him, uh, like 
in the face. And uh, yeah, just completely un- uncalled for and, and completely unnecessary really as well. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of situations like that. He was maybe finding himself in and yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I've I've seen a lot of folk as well say that he's they had a good season in Italy, um, but I don't I, I don't know what that's based on really, because um, mm-hmm. I've not I've not seen anything, um, you know. So are we going on penalty minutes? In which case, you know, they were considerably lower. Um, you think was their top scoring D man. FASA last year um, but they also did finish third bottom in the Alps League and I think had four regulation wins um, so I'm not I'm not judging them on that obviously that's a, a team thing but just you know kind of interesting to point out um, you know when people are saying that they did a good season last year I just don't really know what that's based on yeah Point, yeah, the, po- the point production, the point production was was pretty good. I mean, I think it's his sort of maybe th- like fourth fourth highest total points yeah. for a season. I know that's that's a bit of a just a nonsense stat, but <laughs> in, <laughs> in comparison, I mean, I think he. For for thirty six games as well, that's the thing. It's a, a shorter season, so when you look at you look at previous ones where he'd scored more points, he's playing fifty five odd games. So, yeah, yeah, a bigger return there, much less penalty minutes. I don't don't know enough about it, as you say, whether whether he's just changed, he's matured as a player. I'm not sure. Uh, I wonder. I, I do. We, we might see. Part, sorry, part part of me thinks that we might see a different player, and and my reasoning for that is because when you look back to when he, he played for Fort Wayne, and you had what five seasons there, um, and you know one one of those years he's he's hitting two hundred and fifty nine penalty minutes in one season. <laughs> Uh, which is, uh, you know, insane. Um, but then you think back to Malcolm Cameron and the, the kind of coach that he was, you know, he was a kind of older style type of coach. And I wonder if that's, you know, uh, for me, he was brought in to do that role. Um, whatever it was that he did at Fort Wayne. Um, you know, he was brought in as that kind of instigator or agitator or however you wanted. Um, however you want to put it, but yeah, we can't really have that again this season. I'd, I've got the feeling that Jason Morgan's not like Malcolm Cameron, which is obviously beneficial in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, under certain different circumstances, we might see a different player. Let's 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 hope so. Let's certainly hope so. Absolutely. Um, I think um, FASA as well. Is that not where McParland came from? Because I think yeah, I said last year about doing a swap deal, uh, and we ended up with a good, a good player out of that. Um, but yeah, FASA have just 
handed handed Saul back. <laughs> yeah, for reasons unknown on to them, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but that that kind of rounds up the signings that we the, the playing signings that we know about up till this point. Um so we've got we've got two two netminders signed, three defensemen and I think nine forwards. So you know, yeah. I might 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 expect um Ewan Simpson was it maybe to, to sign as a as a third netminder, but I, I also expect obviously three more defensemen and yeah, probably three more three more forwards to be announced for sure. Sadly Hammond was was going to be one of them, but uh, that opens the door for for somebody else. Um and I, I don't think there's been really I I've not seen too many rumours about about other players but two two defensemen I saw rumoured uh where the guy I actually don't know where I saw this but I've written it down. Michael Porrie from Dundee a couple of years ago and then Zach Venno who was a, a younger player. I think Venno was on one of the, the rumour accounts and where he played with Gary Hayden previously. Um yeah. but but Pori I don't remember too much about him at Dundee. I'm not sure where that rumour came from. Uh, but did you have did you have any thoughts on those and if you think those those guys would fit in or not? Um it's difficult to say. Um Poirier, yeah, I don't I don't really remember too much about him when he was at Dundee to be honest um, although kind of looking at his stats now 22 points in 49 games for Dundee in that season so obviously not not a useless player by any means um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know can do a job as they say can score um, for sure you know four goals there uh, no, I, I don't know I mean, he's come through university as well, U Sports, University of Ottawa. Um, you know, and that's that's a good a good level as well. Um, since Dundee, though, it's kind of his his CV's kind of curtailed a wee bit for leagues that he's been to. I think after Dundee, he went to um, the Australian League, played there. You know, we've seen that before a lot of players. Um, or certainly there was a group of players maybe five to seven years ago that that kind of did that. I think mainly there were Brit players, but you did get occasionally imports that would go there as well. Um, and then since then, yeah, last season, I don't really know an awful lot about these leagues, but um, certainly more more local leagues in Canada. So you know maybe. We don't know his personal situations or whatever, but maybe just kind of wanted to be a bit closer to home last year. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of it's very very uninspiring for me. Yeah, if I'm honest. I well, you we've, you we've, tell we've, me, you tell me. Huh? I just think that we need to 
bring in a, a slightly higher calibre of player. Okay. D- defensively. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, he's 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 fine. He's absolutely fine. But <laughs> I just I'm not. It's not like I'm 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 immediately going. Oh yeah, like top player at Dundee. He was. No, he I was, mean uh, yeah. he was all right. I just I'm not. And you can't be excited by every signing, obviously, really. But um, I just think if we're if we're going to sign somebody like that, I'd rather. I'd rather sign uh, the the likes of Vinyl, who's very, you know, not long come out of NCAA good level, and um, just seems to me to be a, a better player. I'd, I'd rather sign guys like that rather than than somebody who's possibly not not playing to the level he could. Could you say that? Yeah, um, yeah, possibly. Um, I think before, or prior to Dundee, he was in France as well, although second division France. Um, played seven games there, so not, yeah, not a, not a great deal. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's an it's an interesting one because since since turning pro, he's you know played at Dundee, which has probably been the the best team that he's played for. Um, Post university, so mm-hmm. yeah. So even on the face of that, that's not great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't really remember a lot about him, um, which is sometimes a good thing for a defenseman. But yeah, it's not. It's not inspiring. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and uh, what are your thoughts on Zach Venom? Yeah, Venom. I think you know it does look a bit more. A bit more exciting, um, you know. NCAA is obviously a, a better, a better standard than than U Sports. Um, you know, the kind of the best players come through NCAA. So either played with them guys that've gone on to the NHL or whatever. Um, yeah, and then you know, what sixteen games in East Coast to kind of start his career um, and Indy Fuel, so. Yeah, he's clearly going on the right trajectory. Um, a younger guy, 25 as well, so he's got that. Um, he's got age on his side. You know, it's sometimes it's quite it's quite good for, for coaches to kind of work with these younger players as well. Um, and as you said, kind of, if he's played with, with Gary Hayden before then, um, then yeah, I mean, if we get another, if we get a defensive Gary Hayden, then you're absolutely winning. Yeah, just just to me seems a, a, a sign I'd be more on board with and just played at a higher level. So Oh right, yeah, if you're if you're giving me either or I'm taking Venom. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nothing against Polly, but but we're taking Venom. Um and yeah, so so three three defensemen left and then and then forward. So I, I still think there's probably a Another big name or two to come in defensively, maybe, but certainly, certainly in the forward lines, I think we we're, we're still waiting on possibly two, one or two of our top line guys, maybe. Um, 
Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll see see what happens there. But I think the, the signings will probably pick up again this week and, and going into next. So look forward to seeing what they are. Um, but something we had asked for a number of times in the past and also this season, which was great to see the club obviously listen to the podcast and announced a, a proper assistant coach and Jeff with with a great name, Jeff Bata, who's coming into to the role of assistant coach and goaltending coach. And uh, it's actually yeah, a really really interesting one this firstly because yes, we've got an assistant coach, which is nice and definitely take some load off off Jason Morgan. I think we've been crying out for that as we've said. Um, but also a, a goaltending coach is is not something yeah. I had on the radar but I mean I think indirectly he obviously has goaltending coach experience mm-hmm. so so he'll bring that I think that's that's only going to be a good thing but he's worked worked for a, fr- a few top teams um, a couple of years in Austria as assistant coach and goaltending coach uh, hungry last couple of seasons, um, and then also years in in Canada, Canada even with Canada under 18s and things like that. So he's bringing a lot of a lot of experience, and and I think that can only be a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do. I felt actually when it when it was announced, it was quite funny. Um, I don't, do you remember the the dreadful site eFit photo that they used when yeah when they announced them? That was yeah genuine crime watch stuff. You know, do not approach this man. Um, yeah, right. In seriousness, though, it was you know a good bit of business by by the club. You know, we've said it time and time again, but um. You also hear it from the coaches who say it's beneficial to have another pair of eyes on the play from the bench. Um, you know, I, I know in past seasons we've had countless injured players that have been able to do that role, but um, yeah, this is different. You know, a guy that's got twenty odd years' experience um, as an assistant coach and a goal tending coach. Um, so yeah, it just it's it just kind of makes sense. Um, it really does make sense. Um, and again, it's, nice change for for ownership to, you know, put the put the funds in to to be able to make this happen. Exactly, I think that that's kind of been the the driving force. But it's it's just another factor in trying to get us where we want to be. Like you've said about having injured players do the sort of assistant coaching role. You want you want the injured players to to get to get back playing and you want you want that role to be on an assistant coach. Um I'm I'm all for those guys getting involved and I'm sure we'll see some of them on the bench helping out but you just you just always think of the, the top teams in the league having two or more coaches um, and I think it's needed now like like the goaltending duel. I think this is just another progression. Um, 
and he'll yeah he'll, he'll bring a lot of experience and and who knows maybe uh, maybe we will see defensive improvements because we've got somebody like that helping out on the bench. Um. So yeah, let's see. I've got I've got as players normally say when they sign, I've heard nothing but good things. Like nothing <laughs> nothing bad to say really about it. Um, until we until we start conceding bad goals, then I'll be getting stuck right in and, and asking for a new assistant goaltending coach. Well, if that happens, you'll be you'll be getting battered. <laughs> yeah, from pillar to post. <laughs> Um, sorry, Jeff. Don't don't leave. Yeah, stay stay for a couple of games anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think Jason Morgan had said, pleased to have Jeff. Brings a lot of experience. Um, video game analysis, practice, bench management, and work with the goalies. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think we'll physically see his impact as such no. on the bench obviously but you just you just hopefully will see it on the ice and and with general professionalism improvements i would like to think so yeah yeah I'm very pleased with that and um, and then also off ice saw the return of jerry mclaughlin into a, a commercial director role was it and yeah. it was a kind of funny one because I think it said in the, the press release that fans maybe had seen me around the arena at the end of last season and I had after he had released the, the statement saying that he he wasn't going to work for the club. So I sort of always considered them as maybe still being part of it. So it's probably not a huge surprise that he's back, but um, somebody that I think does a does a good job in that role and comes across well. I think the club needs a guy like him. Uh, albeit, obviously, we can talk about wanting change from the previous regime, but uh, I think I've got no I've got no qualms with with him being back in that role. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, I think it said on the. On the statement um, that was released, it will be Jerry will be on the the club's board. We'll continue to grow the commercial side and spearhead the direction of the planned improvements to the venue. Um, so that's all kind of interesting stuff as well. Um, obviously the the improvements is a is a big thing. Um, going forward certainly. Um, you know I think Jerry talked about. Um having the having the backing to take something already special up to the next level um uh, i'll be honest i don't really know what that means it sounds like it'll be good um yeah that's that's for jerry and the, and the club to kind of to hash that out um there's no doubt he's got the experience and you know he's clearly got the the charisma to to make things happen at the club um you know i think it's a good thing that he's back i know some some fans are questioning the decisions uh, around, you know, just kind of folk coming back or still being in certain roles at the, at the team, feeling that the, you know, was 
needed for a a fresh start all round. Um, but you know, I think I, I think it's been clear that that Neil Black was kind of holding everything back at the at the club in terms of in terms of growth. Um, so, you know, well, yeah, well, we well, see how things go. I think it seemed from from stuff that had been said as he was kind of had a lot of ideas, certainly in some of the Q and A's that we had, those sort of horrible forced videos. <laughs> where he, I think I'm sure he would have had a lot of ideas, um, but just wasn't able to work to them under the budget constraints. So maybe there's a bit more freedom in that. Um, you know, stuff like the uh, the scoreboard kind of thing that I should remind you we have been promised this season. Uh, yep. So yeah, th- things like that, and obviously making improvements to to the arena and keeping up the 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 sponsorship side of things because the club's been in a bit of turmoil, obviously. So we know we had the issues with the sponsors dropping out, and so there's a wee bit of rebuilding to be done there. And uh, but yeah, no doubt you put in a lot of hard work, and we'll continue to do that. So, um, more than more than happy about that. So, yeah, I mean, like these guys wouldn't be back if they didn't feel they could go on to make a a difference under the new ownership. Um, yeah, so like this year's about getting us in a good place off the ice to to be able to start putting things right on the ice. And you know, having Jerry there is is definitely a good thing. Yeah, we need we need those foundations, and and hopefully, as we've said, everything just kind of come together on top of that. Um, and and the bonus will be what looks like a a very fast, exciting team in the main. Absolutely. Give or take a few. Give or take a few players. But yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm still, still obviously gutted about Hammond every time I think about it. Um, but I yeah. suppose we we can we can have this episode as a as a tribute to him, and I like to think that we'll go on and have a good season, and those memories will obviously obviously still be there in in one form or another. Uh, but yeah, I think. I think that's really it from me. If you had anything else to add, it look, looks like we might be getting another sign tonight. So, as ever, that will be analysed yeah. in the in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, see you in another two or three weeks. We'll, we'll discuss that one. But no, it's getting it's getting pretty close. You know, there's just over a month now till the um, till the preseason games kick in, um, and obviously there'll be. You know, other teams will be back before us, um, and whatnot due to European commitments. So, yeah, it won't be long. Yeah, the excitement continues to build, um, and Indeed. so yeah, ne- next time we're back, we will maybe have pretty much a full team, like uh, like many of the other teams are getting close as well. So, very exciting, and uh, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully people are still still enjoying our content because we'll, we probably won't stop making it. So <laughs> from from my point of view, we'll 
bring you more more crap next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, um, actually, one thing, one quick thing. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've been enjoying seeing the the videos that Aaron Murphy's been doing um, with the new signings. Yes. Um, although I'm disappointed because not one of our questions has been asked yet, and I'm I'm worried that the the standard of the questions that we're asking are not up to scratch. <laughs> well, was one of them not what's your favourite Kylie song? Oh well. And that was a that was an add-on to a, a genuine question. So one one genuine question followed by followed by that. I do I do I do agree though. It, it looks like um, yeah, there's there's a wee bit of catch up to be done on those videos. They're kind of starting to make their way through the signings, mm-hmm. but certainly good content. Um, somebody who you know, obviously has experience in that area, comes across very well, I think, Aaron, and just has a good rapport with players. Feels like he's got a good relationship, and I think he's obviously involved with the signing and and contacting a lot of these guys in the first instance, you can tell. So uh, I think that that all adds to the sort of, the, the team atmosphere, I think he'll, He'll be very good in his role, but yeah, I like I like the signing videos that are coming out, and as we yeah. we'd said, it it just makes you feel a bit more involved with the players and get to know them a bit more. Yeah, that's it. I mean, even just having the opportunity to to ask these questions um, is you know a step in the right direction as well. Um, you know, even though it's not it's not our questions, but you know it's. You know, other fans' questions are being are being asked to them. Um, so uh, yeah, again, that's a, a positive going forward. Um, uh, one one final campaign is to get the to get the official club Twitter to to follow us. Um, because I believe we're the only the only clan podcast that that they don't follow. So, um, so I think you know if if we're if we're talking about clan podcast power rankings I think that puts us well I, I know where that puts us yeah we'll talk about that next time that's <laughs> that's embarrassing <laughs> maybe yeah, it's just get, get us get us up there I mean just just give us how we follow it's not that it's not that difficult maybe they actually listen to the content and don't <laughs> agree with it but that's impossible because it's all top notch as so many fans agree, so yeah, that would that would be nice for the start of the season. We'll get a wee get a wee follow in there. Yeah, uh, we yeah start a campaign. We'll start the ball rolling for a for a campaign just now. Yeah, start it now. Use the hashtag. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe we need to change the name of the podcast to be more more clan appropriate. Maybe that's where we're being let down. Possibly. Possibly, I like the name though. It's a good name. It's a good name. Well, anyway. from me, from me, that is that is all. And thanks as ever, folks, for listening. And um, we'll be back with more signings and at some point in the future our, our pre-season preview. But until then, uh, 
enjoy enjoy all the clan news and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, folks.